Speaking of big games, we have one tomorrow. Well, two of them. One in Atlanta, Ohio State, Georgia, but Michigan, TCU, a little after 4 o'clock. Out in Glendale, Arizona, Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com joins us. Limo photos of him and Doug Carsh, the voice of Michigan football, the paparazzi last night in Scottsdale. He's a rock star from the Wolverine.com, from the Media Hotel. He is standing by. How you doing, Chris? Hey, Billy. Doing great, buddy. Hey, Chris, uh, uh, Clayton Safey told us he was busy the entire show. Are they doing a media golf outing? <laughs> Pretty much at this point. What else is there to be written? As Jim Harbaugh said today, he said, let's let's get going here and let's tee it up. Uh, everything's been written. We've been practicing. And uh, at their last press conference, him and Sonny Dykes, the TCU coach today, and uh, you can tell they're ready to go. We've been talking to Fiesta Bowl people down here. They said it's really – He's been stringent. It's been like military gym, like the first year when they played in the Citrus Bowl against Florida. Really wanted to win that game and uh, not having a whole lot of fun, but the players don't care, man. They're here to win it. You can kind of sense it that uh, it's time to take the next step for the program, and that means winning this game and getting to the final. What did you take from Harbaugh's uh, last appearance in front of the media before kickoff tomorrow? Yeah, not much. You know, it was one of those things where they talked about their dads and it was sentimental and everything else, but uh, you know, what we've taken from him all week, basically, is, is yeah, that's exactly it, it, that this is a business trip. And, uh, you know, the most interesting thing I think anybody said was Hodges Tomlinson, their cornerback for TCU, was saying that size doesn't matter in football and uh, Michigan's got uh, a surprise coming and they're faster and, uh, you know, everything else. So some bulletin board material yesterday that, uh, for the most part, this, this has been a really respectful team. And uh, But, you know, I think that caught some people off guard. So, uh, it's going to be one of those things where you have that southern speed, as, as, you know, as they say, versus the Big Ten power. And um, but you know what, Michigan matches up pretty well with this team. It's going to be be fascinating to see how the first couple first couple uh, series go here to see what kind of game this is going to be. Did I see some other quote uh, from somebody connected to TCU that all their fans don't go to school there or didn't go to school, <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know. You know how it is, man. Oh, but uh, it's, you know what? The, the trash talk on social media, I, I avoid it. Uh, it's been crazy. But uh, tons of Michigan fans down here right now. We're in old Scottsdale at, as we speak. And uh, that place is going to be just packed with Michigan fans. Tickets are unbelievably expensive. So, uh, and, you know, a lot of talk. You know, people getting ready to book their flights to, to Inglewood. But uh, got a game to win first. I think, uh, you know what? I don't think Michigan's looking past these guys. And, uh, you know, the same people that told us that Michigan was taking this extremely seriously were saying that, you know, TCU looks loose. They look like they're happy to be here. So maybe they're in the same position Michigan was last year when they played Georgia. But Michigan's got big aspirations here. They don't want to just win this one. They want to get a rematch with Georgia or play Ohio State again and get another side of the title. You know, looking ahead, I don't want to, you know, jump too far in front of this. But if Michigan wins, and they are a seven-and-a-half-point favorite on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. If they do win tomorrow, are they going to use the two travel days back and forth or stay somewhere out west to cut down on the travel? Yeah, I think they'll come back, and uh, we'll have some availability, actually. And uh, I don't think they'll go until next week, late in the week, as a matter of fact. They'll do some practicing in Ann Arbor is what we were told, if it comes to that, and uh, maybe not even fly out until Friday, land Friday next week for the Monday game. So it'll be a little bit different than this trip. But, you know, you had four months for this one. Uh, the next one is going to be like a regular game week with a with an added day or two. So, and uh, that's what they're planning on right now. Chris Ballas with the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show. 
across Michigan. He's checking in from Old Scottsdale, which is a great place uh, there in the Phoenix area. Uh, from a pure football standpoint now, what's the latest on the health situation for Michigan? Yeah, I talked to Trevor Keegan yesterday, Michigan's left guard. He's healthy. You can see Mike Morris is back to 95%. He said thought his leg was broken. Michigan's defensive alignment, he was the defensive lineman of the year in the Big Ten. and uh, So that's good news. We watched him during drills. He was doing everything. Andrew Anthony had been banged up, Michigan's sophomore receiver, but he said he's good to go, and he was out there at practice yesterday. So really the only one they're going to be missing is Blake Corum, and obviously that's a big one. So he'll be in with here with his teammates. He won't be back for the championship game either, but – um, still talking about coming back next year. We know that people are going to be sitting down with him tonight, talking about NIL deals, and hopeful that they can get him back for his senior year, which would be quite the coup for Michigan. Yeah, speaking of NIL deals, I did see at the Wolverine.com, did McCarthy just sign a big NIL deal? Yeah, I haven't seen it uh, yet. I've been out, but uh, he's going to be one. They're going to be signing deals with a lot of people. They're getting ready, Bill. Uh, people can read about this at the Wolverine.com. They're getting ready to sign with one of the nation's, one of the world's biggest agencies. Uh, and what that means for Michigan athletes and opportunities, I think it's going to open a lot of doors. So they're finalizing it right now is what we're told. It's with the lawyers. So keep an eye on that because there could be, should be, could be something announced here pretty soon. Yeah, and when they say NIL deals, it doesn't mean that it's a specific advertiser, but it is an agency, right. an agent, a group, people who are out there pitching the deals for these athletes, right. correct? Absolutely, yeah. And this is a, this is a massive one. We can't we can't tell you the name right now. We've been sworn to secrecy, but I can tell you that uh, it should open some eyes. And there are going to be some opportunities for Michigan athletes that athletes at other schools don't have at this point yet. I'm sure others will follow suit, but they're finally getting caught up here. They were behind for a while, and they got a new president there, Santa Ono, who was getting inundated from what we heard with emails from people asking, why are we behind and NIL and why is it affecting our recruiting classes and kind of took the bull by the horns there himself. So uh, this guy's a doer and uh, you can tell just in his tweets and, and just the way he acts that he, that he cares about af- athletics too. So it's going to be a good day for Michigan, but uh, still got some catching up to do. They're not going to do the pay for play thing, Bill. So they're going to have to find other ways to get creative to be competitive in this recruiting landscape. Yeah, and by the way, from the Wolverine.com and on 3.com, uh, JJ McCarthy signs NIL deal with Bose. He's going to promote uh, their quiet comfort earbuds, and I think Valiant Management facilitated that deal. So that yep. was uh, McCarthy getting more cash, and you know, again, these deals—you know—the school working with people right before uh, the college football playoffs, high visibility, and also before guys are going to start making decisions. So I, I do like the way of not pay for play because I do believe that the NCAA will shut that down and name, image, and likeness will need to be money used with its original intent, which was the O'Bannon brothers not getting paid for the likeness on video games. And this pay-for-play in the wild, wild west, uh, what they'll do is they'll warn everybody um, moving forward from this point, there's no more of that, and maybe even guys who are getting paid will have to shut down those deals. So it'll be interesting here during this offseason yeah. how they attack uh, the true meaning of name, image, and likeness. Yeah, I wish I shared your optimism about the NCAA, but they haven't done it. Oh, they're so years. good. They're like they're basically <laughs> they're like a church. Yeah, they're <laughs> terrible is what they are, and so I think it's going to be one of those things though where you see. At programs like Texas A&M, we saw it with tech, Tennessee. You and I have talked about this, where it can actually splinter a locker room, and it has. And you know, if you go out 
and some guys are getting more than others, and other guys are are you know taunting teammates or showing what they got and, and flaunting it. Then uh, then it could work against you. I talked to um, some of the Michigan coaches yesterday, as a matter of fact, who said we don't bring it up when we recruit. We we're about building relationships. We tell them they're going to get their opportunities, and they are. He said, but more than anything, we're just it's status quo and. We're getting the kind of kids we want, and it's helped them in the transfer portal. Jim Harbaugh mentioned that yesterday away from the podium. He said, yeah, he said people are lining up to come here because they see that we're producing results, and, uh, and they are. They, they see, he said veterans that, uh, and their captains at other schools, so uh, they know that they're good fits. They, they really feel good about it, and they feel good about this class. It needed to be better, a little more top-heavy, Bill, but they filled some holes, too, with some guys from the transfer portal, and I think you're going to see them continue to do that going forward and also the educational side of those uh basically grad transfers late year guys in the transfer portal they can come work on uh, their masters and uh, have a shot at uh, winning the big 10 and michigan is loaded next year i believe uh you know ohio state will be in major transition and michigan uh, should be the clear favorite to win the big 10 and uh Overall, number one, really, they, if you look at, no matter what happens tomorrow and a week from Monday, if they get to the title game in L.A., you got to give Jim Harbaugh credit because he's flipped the script. This was Ohio State's yeah. theme, that they're loaded for next year, uh, going to be number one preseason in the Big Ten. They're number one or two or three in America, right? He has flipped yep. the script. That's exactly the reason uh, that Jim Harbaugh was hired at Michigan, and nobody saw yep. this coming. They did not, especially after 2020, and nobody thought they could win that way. And I think Jim was kind of convinced and talked into changing his style a few years back when Ohio State was beating them so badly, and it turned out that it was really the defense that was costing them, not the offense. And he's got some coordinators in here who have kind of figured out Ohio State's offense a little bit, and and uh, he's gone back to pounding the ball. And you can see they're beating teams in the fourth quarter. It can work. Now, can it work and win you a big or a national championship? We've seen now it can win you Big Ten titles, but the goal – ultimately is to win a national championship, and it'll be interesting. Uh, if they play Georgia again, to see if they've closed that gap and how much. But, you know, just being here and being in this situation, if they take one more step forward, Bill, like you said, they return a loaded team next year. Still a lot of guys on the fence about coming back, and Keegan, for one, said it's probably going to depend a lot on what happens in these next two games, but they could have the number one team in the country going into next season with their quarterback back, two running backs that are – among the best in the country, and uh, some good young freshmen waiting in the wings as well. Uh, speaking of hardball, one final question, Chris, and I'll let you go because I know you guys have a full day of celebrating your hard work <laughs> and not a lot to write or talk about and wait until kickoff and what the game brings uh, tomorrow. Uh, you did mention in our previous conversation a couple of days ago here on the Huge Show across Michigan, and you've been the only person uh, to mention it that your sources were saying that they are behind the scenes. They be in Michigan yep. are working on a contract extension, a redo of the deal for Harbaugh yep. and his assistants. Any update on that? They're still in the, mid- in the middle of it. And of course, a lot of that will happen after the championship game, but he does have an agent now from what we understand. Uh, at least that's what we've heard. So, uh, and that helps because then you don't get the publicity, the negative publicity that you got last year with the fiasco that happened with the Minnesota Vikings uh, when he went up there planning on taking that job. And then, it fell apart. So I think that's good news. There are going to be people in that athletic department getting deals too. This comes from a source directly involved. So we can tell you for certain that that is high on the priority list to get Harbaugh signed. 
and to get his assistant coaches more money. We'll see if a guy like Sharon Moore stays around. And then people in that athletic department, too, because uh, they, other than that basketball program, uh, they're doing pretty well right now. Uh, the Michigan State fans are acting like they won the national championship <laughs> in Loserville because Michigan got beat in a non-conference game against CMU. Yeah. <laughs> It was ugly. You know what? They don't have talent. Here's what's up, Chris, and I've seen this from the start when they got waxed by Arizona State. The only nights they're going to win this year is when they're shooting a really high percentage because they just don't have the talent depth in terms of players. Bottom line, you can't change that right now. You can't. No, but you can't have uh, Hunter Dickinson who took, what, nine shots and then one rebound? He's regressed, man. Ever since he's gotten paid his NIL money, he hasn't played the same. No, he hasn't. That's disappointing. And but Jed Howard's an NBA player. Uh, you've got you've got enough talent on that team to beat Central Michigan. It was an effort thing, Bill. Uh, I went back and watched that game. It was an effort thing, and it was an embarrassment. And uh, and that cannot happen. Uh, I mean, basically, you've eliminated any margin for error to go to the NCAA tournament. But uh, with that loss, and we've seen that they're playing to the level of their competition. And I predicted this one going in. I said it was like, oh, CMU is terrible. And I said, yeah. And watch how badly Michigan plays against them because that's what they've been doing this year. And that's the sign of a team that doesn't get it right now. And Jawan Howard's got some things to fix. I could just picture Chris Ballas and his maize and blue banana hammock by the pool this morning watching that replay of Central and Michigan hoops. Irritated with his gold-plated sunglasses, with his little Mai Tai, with the little umbrella, just saying, what is screaming at the computer. I can see... No. No, it wasn't that. It was actually uh, coughing in bed and watching it and screaming at the computer. Are you doing okay? I've heard you coughing a lot. Did you give up the filterless cigarettes? Hey, six weeks, man. Six weeks of this. I don't know what it is, but it's been brutal. But, hey, we're still in the... Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Oh, I should make it back. And, uh, hey, I just got to make it through the, the ninth, right? You should make it, it back? How about, yeah, we'll see you when you get back. Not you should make it back. <laughs> you never know. But no, I, you, I, you know what? I had, I had about a three-week lingering... Chest yeah. cold went to a head cold. It went to sore throat. It went to everything. It wasn't COVID, uh, but it, it's that, it, you know, and I'm, I'm hearing from other people that it's been like, you know, a couple, three weeks to shake this. Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And um, it is what it is, man. I'm having fun out here, though. I'm, I'm getting better. And uh, Bill, wish you were here, man. And, and uh, consider coming out for the national championship. I know. Man, we're looking at it. I'm, I'm talking sure. with Marty Boer for the Michigan Sports Good. Network. We got to wait and see if they win. And, if they win, you know, get out there and try and do, you know, two, three shows uh, next week somewhere uh, out in uh, Southern California and just be there uh, for it. Because, again, it's a it's another chance at history. I was there in the Rose Bowl when Michigan uh, beat yep. Washington State. That was an epic scene, just unbelievable in Pasadena. And let's see if they can do it in uh, the next two games. And I like what Michigan's doing, working on a contract, because – you know, a lot of people are thinking, well, if he wins a national championship, now he wants that Super Bowl ring before he's done. So make sure yeah. you have a deal in front of him. Uh, yep. Like you said, makes him the highest paid in college football, and it's a deal he could not say no to. Yeah, and you know what? He might still say no to it, Bill, because he, you know what? That itch, if you want to scratch it and you've gotten your national championship, how about being a coach that wins the natty and wins a Super Bowl. You'd be the only one, right? And uh, I know. That's why I said it's, it's in his heart and in his head, and also yep. the fact that he had to take that pay cut, how he yep. was treated internally, and that's his business, and no one yep. knows the real story. Only Harbaugh knows that we're there. 
And if yep. he, if even with a great team coming back, even with uh, everything, if he wins it all, uh, is there has has it healed enough? For him to say, I'm here for good, right? Right, right. And, and or is it more about, too, you know, he wants that Super Bowl trophy, like he said last year, and he admitted it after he got back from Minnesota. He said, yeah, right. there's still that itch. So his brother you know, has that. His brother has that. He does. And his brother yep. doesn't have a national championship ring. Right. So anybody that wants to say, oh, he's, he was lying then. He said he's a liar. He said he was coming back forever. You know, people change their minds. Even John Beeline said the same thing, and he's one of the most honest, down-to-earth guys I know. You know what? You can What you say one year... You can change your mind the next. It doesn't necessarily mean you're a liar. Uh, we're not predicting that he's going back to the NFL like some people are, but certainly I don't think it's completely off the table. And Michigan, being proactive like this is a step in the right direction and something I think they hadn't done in the past. And with the people in charge now there, uh, I feel much, much better about it. Chris, I, I lie every day and change my mind the next day. It's called the Huge Show. <laughs> We'll just give you the benefit of the doubt and say they're your opinion. No, I got to watch you when you when you. But I did sign up for Twitter Blue. It now gives you a chance to edit things, which is the best eleven bucks a month I've ever spent. <laughs> then you never get anything wrong. No, I love it. Exactly. They, they give you thirty Perfect. seconds to send too. It's it's great for eleven bucks a month. It gives you a little like clock that says you can hit send. So if you if you don't want to send it. You know, uh, you don't have to. It really is. It, it's it's cool. I, I love it. That it's a great, great 11 bucks. And uh, Elon Musk uh, said what I mentioned, it, and I said, sure, will you give me a Tesla? He said, you bet. <laughs> All right. I can't wait for Even, even though it doesn't run when it's cold. But, hey, I'm not going to get into the electrical uh, car debate right now. All right. We'll talk to you, Chris. Sounds good, Billy. Thanks, brother. All right. Chris Bell is from Arizona.